It's the lowdown on Sports 1440. I'm Alan Mitchell. And Declan Kruger is on the other side of the board. And we can see each other through a little crack. The crack was bigger earlier. Now it's less. Yeah, it's two computer monitors. They're fighting to to get close to each other, and we don't get anything. But just think that you're distracted by my beautiful face, and you—it's the eye of the tiger every over every time I look up over there. (laughs) You see, you see a man who should have his eyebrows, you know, trimmed is what you see. I look up and I'm like, "That's a face I don't want to disappoint." Mm, If only it were true. Now I'm on uh, no caffeine, so you've done well in an hour number one. So well, I just didn't say much. You know, yeah, I knew my audience and I went so, with it. Did you do anything exciting on the weekend? No, 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 no. I don't do, ever do anything exciting over the weekend. I just watch football the whole time. So my wh- friend did have a birthday that we went out for dinner. It was nice. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was um, what game did you really focus on NFL game? The well, like for the for the morning and mid afternoon slate, I was watching Red Zone, which jumps between all the uh, all the games, of course. So I get a nice bit of everything. The the one I had on the separate TV was Bills Commanders, of course, because um, I wanted to see how they were going to do. But for for NFL, Red Zone's the way to do it. It just jumps between each game, and I can't, can't watch the Red Zone. It drives me nuts. Really? Oh, I love it. I, it's the best way to watch football. Cannot in my do opinion. it. Cannot do it. I am a one football man. Old school. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm not able to. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I remember when they had the. Remember when they had the split screen or the picture in picture that you could do. Yes, it drove me crazy. I remember I was so excited to get it, and I was like, my mind was. Mo- I was exhausted by the end of watching two games at the same time. Oh yeah, if you didn't like that, you're gonna hate Red Zone. Well, I like just stop it. Because another thing with Red Red Zone is the the announcers overlap each other quite a bit, and it can get a little distracting. So. What I like is the football stuff that we're going to have mm. on this radio station. Yes, it's going to be where great. it's like, all right, let's go out to Tampa Bay. All right, Earl, you know, and the, you get this all this, and it's but it's it's one guy talking. Well, you know, let's go out to Susie in Minnesota. I can't believe they did that. That sort of thing I can understand because there's people going to other people in other places and talking about one thing. I'm already upset. I'm anxious because you said that to me. No, I'm I'm quieting down a little bit because I'm I'm remembering the no caffeine thing. So I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> Why are you trying to upset me? I'm, I, I'm just gonna, it's going to be quiet over here for the next little while. You're you're going to have such a good time over the next few weeks. Love the new station, boys. Great job. One small critique: uh, your call-in guest, like Bill Bender, sounds like he's half volume of LT and people in the studio. Not sure if you can adjust that. Listening on the app. What's going on there, Declan? Well, listen, Bill was a little bit quiet. I he was actually faded above the levels that we were. So, so he was at eleven. He was he was probably at about twelve point four. Wow. We were at ten. So he was, he was spinal up tap plus a little bit is what he was. Yeah, he he on he he did bring the spinal tap, but no, he was up there. He was. I was hoping uh, Alicia was okay. They were at about the same. Yeah, level. Alicia hopefully. sounded yeah. good. Yeah. So he was a little bit quiet, but right. he, he. I want you guys to know he was faded up. Actually, past us. Can't you just like spank him right there and say, "Hey, I could ban him from the show." Step it up. But that might be more detrimental to us. Speak up. Get in his ear and tell him he needs to do better. Like do a Seinfeld episode, you know? Yeah. What the heck? Slow, slow, low talker. We, remember the the uh, <laughs> close talker? <laughs> Is that Judge Reinhold? I can't remember. Oh, he great at Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop him. Yeah. If we had Kramer as our 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 muscle, oh, man. Ev- everyone would be perfect volume all the time. What's your favorite Kramer led episode? 
I don't know about my favorite Kramer led episode, but my favorite Kramer moment is the contest when he walks into the room, slaps the money on the, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, can't beat that. I'm looking it up because I can't remember which, which, um, which show it was. Um, I'm going to say it's Merv Griffin. Anyway, he gets the set from the Merv Griffin show. And, <laughs> and Kramer, Kramer's the host. And then he'll tell you, we'll take a break and then take a drink of pop, burp, have some chips, and then he'll go, we're back. Oh, my God. That was a funny episode. My favorite George episode is the opposite George, where he's, hi, I'm George. I'm unemployed. And I live with my parents. And this beautiful woman goes, Hi. <laughs> That is very funny. And Elaine, probably when she dances, although Dingo Ate Your Baby was good as well. She was, I found her to be hilarious. He took it out. She was very funny. She's the best. She's the best. Yeah. And I I know that the name of her other show is Veep, right? Yep. Great show. She won like six straight Emmys or something for that show. She's funny. She's just, oh, I've so seen funny. her. Have you seen her between two ferns? Have you seen that epi- the, the one when she was on that show? Yeah. With Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Yeah. My God. That man. was funny. What was the one who, that, where he just, one of the, one of the guests just took over, um, was Letterman. Did you see the Letterman one where he's just, he just starts barking back at him? I, I, I no. maybe I have seen that one. I don't know. It, it, he does, That's a great piece of comedy programming for the 10 minutes it lasts or whatever yeah. and credit to all the celebs who go on that who just take it for 10 minutes and yeah. leave yeah respect well and um yeah it's good michael says on the topic of emotionally aware players and coaches please phone that sports psychologist back and get her take on mike babcock well we don't want to we're working up to stuff you know that was a an intro interview she's very good i enjoyed talking to her uh she answered the questions and i think she enjoyed the 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 the, the, the uh, exchange and the segment but that's sort of you build up to that you don't lead with the the catastrophes and the nightmares you build up to that i'm sure she'd have good answers but i i for something like that i would probably ask somebody to if they could you know, number one if they'd want to do it and number two if they'd be they they would i would i would probably offer the opportunity for time to prepare because i think off the cuff with something that complicated maybe is is unwise that's my feeling maybe i'm wrong um on the same way low tide i like watching one game start to finish and, and like today the order game starts at five and there's two football games now, the other player game will be on. I don't know how to get that onto the TV, so it'll be on my computer. And so I will have it on my computer with headphones. And when I'm watching the football, I won't watch the game. Then I'll come back to it. But I will listen to the game on the, on the headphones. But the sound of the TV will be down. Do you know what? Because I, I, if I have too many things happening to me, this have this was a, a a deal like I'll give you an example. My okay. wife and I and our two kids were driving into Vancouver, and my wife says, "Okay, kids, Dad needs to concentrate. I'm turning the radio down." It oh, makes yeah. no sense at all. Well, sensory overload. I think it makes sense. But I just I had to have you know like and <laughs> and I got through it. I did great, and then the radio went back up. Mm-hmm. But but I wish I were the man who didn't need to do that, but I'm not. No, but that's a very, I mean, hold your head high. Sensory overload's a very real thing. Well, it, it kind of is for me. It doesn't make you any worse at driving to Vancouver. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I I felt a little inadequate. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're among I, the masses. I can drive in downtown Vancouver, though. 
I, I will say, what's the worst place you've ever driven where you were ready to just get off and never drive again? What is it? It's the 409 in Toronto? 401. 401. I drove that. You've once. driven the 401? I have, yeah. I have never had the nerve to do that. I was, we were going to the airport and I was like falling behind in my, my stepmom's dad's vehicle or something. And then he was going to take that back or something like that. It was some, like we had needed two vehicles to go there, only one to go back or two to, I forget how it worked, but I drove that to get to the airport. Yeah. Mm. Great memory. There. I, I swear it's a true story, even though it sounds like I lied because I changed it like Not four times. But I mean, I never thought that at all. I that was, was the worst one. Honestly, though, Deerfoot and Calgary. That's a bad one, too. Rush hour in Deerfoot? Tough. I, I will say to you that, that for me, um, Jiminy Glick was the other one that was really good on Two Ferns, Between Two Ferns. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but he, he's in his chair doing weird stuff. It's very funny. Um, the worst place I've ever driven is L.A., Oh, I would imagine so. From the LAX, I got off the LA, and then I drove, and I couldn't, I saw an accident, and then, I don't know why, and this is in the 90s, every two miles there was a call box, I'm sure they don't exist anymore, but I kept thinking, well, I should go over to the call box, and then I'm like, what are you doing? You you can barely drive this car down the road, right? And uh, Seattle was alarming because there was a truck going the other way that was on fire, and I always worried about that guy, I hope he's okay, but... In L.A., I, I, again, I guess that's the overload. I'm thinking about the guy who's been in the accident, and I'm, and then I realize I just got to drive straight, and I did, and I got off at the wrong exit, and that took a long time to get back to where I was supposed to be. So just a zero to ten experience all the way around. I love L.A. though. Uh, I would tell you, in all honesty, uh, if I, um, if I could, I, I'm not, I will not live in America. I love Canada very Agreed. much. And uh, even more in the last seven or eight years, I am, I am Canadian. I love Canada. I will sing the anthem if you want me to, but I love Canada. Having said that, I could get used to LA. Yeah. It's oh a beautiful, I've only been God. once, but it's a, it's a beautiful city. It's so nice. And you know, it's always nice weather. And there's, you can go to the beach and be entertained. You yep. can go anywhere and be entertained. So much going on there. One time I, I made a list of places, mostly from Warren Zevon songs, that I wanted to go in L.A. And one day maybe I'll do that. Curb is as funny, if not funnier, than Seinfeld. I love, I love Curb. But I love all things that are funny. Um, I don't know why that came in. George episode has to be there was shrinking that was funny the funniest part was a look on her face when she laughed oh my god um get a google chromecast device to cast to the tv i i my son's talked about it with me but my son does these things okay the i could not get the printer to work for two weeks nothing he needed the printer to work last night all of a sudden huzzah the printer works because and that is that is wrong. When your dad asks for something, even if it's some old man kind of thing, you should do it. San Francisco and Toronto are terrible places to drive. I'll take your word for it. I've never driven in Toronto, but I've you know been to the city, walked around the city, and I've never heard as many car horns in my life anywhere combined as I did in Toronto. They were always honking. It was just incessant. Well, it's a big, big city. Yeah, well, yeah. no, of you course, know. but. I mean, I've been to other big cities and I haven't heard horns have like that. Have well, you been to other big cities? I guess the only one that's comparable to, to Toronto was LA once briefly. So, 
But L.A. is really spread out. Like, L.A. is a car town. Yeah, L.A., yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. Like, their downtown is really small, and it just yeah. keeps sprawling wide. I, I One time I was at Disneyland, and I the, the lady who was kind of escorting us everywhere, um, I said to her, um, can I go to a baseball game? And she said, sure, I, I'll get you tickets to the Angels. And I watched the Angels play the Yankees. Dave Winfield went 0 for 4. Wally Joyner hit a home run to win it for the Angels. Um and then I said, you know, I'm a National League fan, which I think she thought I was just, but I am a, I don't, the American League to me is the junior loop and not as good. Um, but, and Jay's fans don't come after me. It's just a thing. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, I said, maybe I could watch a Dodgers game. And she said, well, if you're a National League fan, we could drive to San Diego quicker from here, from Anaheim, from Disneyland. We could drive to to San Diego to watch a Padres game quicker than we could get to Dodger Stadium. And I said, get out of town. And she said, no, it's true. I believe her. Even though I didn't check. I don't think she'd lie about something like that, though. Well, I think I she, she was really trying to you save know, you. She, she was younger. You know how young people are. Something surrounding the orders that hasn't been talked about is the loss of Kato Yamamoto. Do you think the orders should have held on for a few more seasons to see his development progress? Uh, did the signing of Connor Brown affect the decision to move on from him? Yes and yes. I, I, I like Kato Yamamoto, but once he signed that bigger deal, it was going to be a problem. And his issue was only, in my opinion, injury. Well, he was effective when he was healthy, but he wasn't, you know, smaller guys, they take a beating, right? And you can get hacked and slashed and hammered and he would be just like a bunch of dirty laundry in the corner a lot. Somebody would hit him. And I, I cheer for Kotaro Yamamoto. I hope he has a really, really great career, but I was always worried about that. He was a big part of my book. By the way, it's available now. Um, and I think that you should buy it. And I think that, uh, he, he will probably always have some kind of issues. Do you have my book? Three copies. None signed though. You got to get on that. All you have to do is ask. I would sign. I'll bring them in. I would say nice things because I like you personally. Thank you. By the way, I I did something that was hard for me. I had to look up four pictures, and it was difficult because it, it was a part of myself I was revealing. Yes. My Mount Rushmore of celebrity crushes—they're all out there. You're very vulnerable there for and, a second, and you don't have yours out yet. And I asked you to do it, and you haven't done it. No, you know, I actually I wrote up the tweet. I got all four pictures, and I just thought about my girlfriend getting mad at me, so I never posted. Ah, it. yeah. Well, I you know what I can't. I don't think she listens to this show, so I could probably say them over the air, but oh. on Twitter, I might get some, some heat for that. No, I, I think you're making the right call. All right. Thank I you. Think, I think, why would you upset your girlfriend? That's what I'm and saying. It's not worth it. And besides, you're not thinking about those girls. You're thinking about your girlfriend. Well, I was thinking of putting a picture of her up there four times, but she might even be more mad at that. Yeah, I think you just leave yeah. it private. All the things so. that should be private are private. That's always wise. I'll now, always know them out right I do want to take issue with one thing. Uh, saying publicly your girlfriend doesn't listen to our show. That's the issue I have. I mean, listen, she works a nine to five. She's She's busy. I'm sure she would if she could, but... You know, did you, did you tell her that it's available online? Does she listen to the podcasts? She does, actually. She does. I that always poor send girl. Her. You don't make her listen to the podcast, do I you? do. I do. Yeah, I send her the links uh, every oh, day when I get out of here. Oh, my God. You don't do yeah. that. So she listens. She listens. Like, she'll listen back, but she, I don't think she listens live. I'm going to tell you something I regret in my life. And, okay. And I wish I hadn't done. And my wife begged me not to, and I did. So we would be on holidays... And we'd be listening to Fleetwood Mac or Genesis or 
um, you know, some band or, or artist that we really liked. And then about once every three or four hours, I would throw in one of my air checks. And she'd go, no, no, because she'd heard my voice a million times. And I'm, but I would do that. And then one time we were <laughs> on holidays in Vancouver and I woke up every morning to record a different Vancouver morning show. And I, I, did, I said, I'm doing this to be better. And she was like, I mean, I think she did have thoughts about like ending me because I'm waking up at six in the morning to play the radio. Yeah. You know, so don't do don't be that guy. Okay. Send the links if you want. But if she doesn't listen, don't get upset at her. No, I, I never get upset. It's just like, hey, like, you know, I do this thing. It's, it's pretty cool. You want to you want to check it out? It's more like that. Well, that's good. Yeah. So she but your your value to her has nothing to do with what you do. No, 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 no. Goodness, you have a no. Very it actually probably wish. lessens it or anything. Sure. She wishes you were like, you know, I don't know, that you owned a Learjet or could drive in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I get that. High high price, though. Now, is Gregor showing up or what? Yeah. I mean, we got to jump to a break and then okay. uh, he should be here uh, right after it. Because I would like to talk here. to him about a few things. So I would imagine. Jason Gregor on the way. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Alan Mitchell, Declan Kruger. Try German Autobahn. Anything North America traffic is just lame. Toronto, Vegas, Seattle, come close to Germany with the volume, except you can't drive anywhere near 220k an hour. I couldn't do that. I really could. There's a, I think it was Montana. You could drive as fast as you wanted. And I went 180 for a while and I just, I, I couldn't take it. I just, I was like picture in picture all over again. I just, I, like it's too fast. I love Montana. I went down there last summer, two summers ago. And went to Great Falls and thought it was like the coolest place on earth. Yeah. Well, I will say this, that I, I, I love going to America for all of their stuff, their foods and stuff. I remember one time we drove into Seattle and we went to a restaurant and I ordered a, a breakfast and they brought me a breakfast for 10 and I was one guy. Like, I mean, the, the service. Oh, was yeah. Insane. The portions there are ridiculous. I went to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't have to eat ever again. I mean, I chose to, but I didn't have to. <laughs> Have you ever been to Cracker Barrel? Yeah. You like that? It was good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's no Applebee's or TGI Fridays Oh, I, 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 I would or... prefer Cracker Barrel, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah it's pretty good. I, I, I had a, um, what was it? I was so hungry. I golfed that morning, and it was um, pick, Pickering, pick, Pickering, Picks, something like that. P-I-C-K was in it anyway. It was a breakfast place. It was very good. Enjoyed it very much. We're now joined by our friend Jason Greger. Favorite place to eat in America, chain, food place. Oh, In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. So, lots to talk about. Also, Al, for going classy, I will say Dominique's. Dominique's. Uh, Dominique's in uh, Phoenix. We we went there last year. Uh, it took my son. It was his first time to like a... High class restaurant, sure. so we had no. to dress up, and he was quite wowed, and as was I. I was probably more wowed when I got the bill and almost passed <laughs> out. But for a one-time uh, dining experience, I'd be yeah. like, if I went there once a year, I'd be totally happy. It was amazing, very nice. I know that you can drop some coin at the high end places. Oh gosh, you yeah, know. been in, been there a few times, but it's worth it because you get a nice bottle of wine. I don't know if you had that with your son, but no, yeah, um, no, he's yeah. only he's only eight. Al, we weren't, uh, you know, we weren't <laughs> dipping into that. So, uh, I, I might give him, you know what? He, you know, like I remember my dad used to, hey, do you want to try a sip of beer when I was nine? And you know, try it once, and you're like, oh, 
but no. he hasn't. He he's at the point where he thinks he wants to try it, but yeah. then when I'm like, okay, we'll try sip, he never does. Yeah, that's. Um, I remember my uncle Mark asked my dad if he could give me a a, a little bit of rum when I was about nine. And it actually cured me of wanting alcohol for several years. <laughs> it just burned so bad. Yeah, well, that's, a, you know, give him tequila. Here, here's some tequila. Give him the Jose Cuervo, the terrible kind. And then the kid be like, is this what alcohol is? I'll never drink it again. <laughs> it's, a, it's, you know, I mean, not that you would, we don't want to encourage no. that. But, uh, so, um, I thought the Elks played well, but there were some things to work on. The Lions are a better team, obviously. But as a line in the sand, they, they are far better and an encouraging second half of this team. Yeah, the first, you can't fall behind that far. They just, they weren't able to get things going early on, but you know, give them credit. They're, they've shown they've improved as a team. They obviously still have, uh, ways to go, I think, in their improvement. And, you know, the evolution of Trey Ford, I, I think he'll get a little bit more comfortable in the pocket and yeah. be able to, to hit some receivers. You know, they're, at some point, they got to find an actual return game. Like I'm, like Sims is good, but, even when you think he can break beat guys, he just doesn't do it. So I'm like, they, they don't have a threat. They haven't scored a return touchdown in like eight years, which is mind blowing to me. So that's still something I think that they would look at. Um, special I, teams are a big part of the game. And yes. they, they've lost games because of oh, special teams. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what? There's been progress. Uh, I think their own lines has played better. Although, you know, there's a lot of pressure. Uh, BC, I give their, uh, yeah. their front seven lots of, uh, credit. Uh, they got Trey Ford uncomfortable. And what Trey Ford, the one thing I, I saw on Friday night, it's okay to throw the ball away sometimes. So. He's holding on to it too long and taking sacks he doesn't need. Just chuck it into the, you know, 10th row. Yeah, it's a it's a fair call. Uh, NFL. I, just, I can't not talk about the Dolphins. We talked yeah. about them earlier, but um, must be fun being a Dolphins fan right now. Huh? Oh my God! Now you're you're, you're on to Kansas City. So huh. well, but, only but, because hey, trust me. Once the owner yeah. uh, moves on yeah, from Miami, I would probably cheer for them again. But it's. Can I just say one thing? These people, sure. and thankfully. Anybody who thinks the Dolphins are running up the score, give me a break. You have a no. chance to go for a record. And, like, what are you supposed to do? You put in all your backups. Those guys don't they give any reps. Scoring. They're yeah. out there saying, man, this is my, this might be my only opportunity all year where I'm going to get this many reps in. I got to show what I can do for my career because yeah. who knows who's scouting this game for another team when you're a free agent. So I don't buy into that for a second. Like, no. the Broncos are terrible, and they deserve, guess what? If you can't stop them, boo-hoo. Uh, and, and the backup got a touchdown, which is a, a fairly rare thing, but I mean, you can't blame him for getting in there and doing his oh, best. Not at all. Yeah. I at, agree like, with you on that. That, what was it? 748 total yards in offense yeah. or whatever the number is. Like the Bears and the Broncos, the great question is who's worse? Well, we'll find out because well, they play each other this week. Well, the good thing for Struddy is that the Giants aren't involved and, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, there was a time in game one where I thought they might be involved in the worst game of the, of the year. Yeah. Well, they, they weren't great in, you know, since, which yeah. not, not surprising to me. I think the, the Giants are who we kind of thought they would be, but, you know, the Dolphins are an exciting team. They're fast. They are. They, are. they got lots great of speed coach. all yeah. over the place. Yeah. And, you know, I look at, you know, the Chargers, that was a huge win for them, yep. uh, except they lost Mike Williams. Like, is there a team in pro sports, no. Al, that has more serious injuries than the Chargers? They ha- and it's almost routine where you, you go, well, this, if we were healthy, we would have made the playoffs. That's their, that should be their motto. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, the pack coming back with 18 in the fourth, that was wild. Against eh? the Saints defense yeah. that everybody had is like this great defense. And, and give, it's almost like Al. If you allow a quarterback to come out of college 
and develop behind a starter and learn the league and take some reps that when he does get a chance to play, he's not stubbing his toe. Yeah. And Green Bay did this with Aaron Rodgers. They did. Now they've done it with Love. Like, maybe, just maybe, these other teams should... T- hmm. And, and yes, it's easy to do it when you have Favre and you have Rodgers, so I understand that. But get thicker skin. Yeah. Have an understanding of we don't need our top pick quarterback in his first year to be the savior. Because guess what? He isn't going to be the savior. It's not happening. Very rarely in my time watching football was somebody truly, I think Steve Young was over-ripened. He was behind Montana, but that's rare. Young could have played two years before uh, he actually got the starter's job, but it's rare. Most of the time, the, the, the transition from one to the other is pretty seamly when Green Bay does it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and that's the right thing to do. My Eagles don't do it like that. They, they, they push guys in and then I still think that, that, um, uh, you're more susceptible to injury because you're not as experienced in those sorts of things. On a nothing play, you can get hurt. I think they do it right in Green Bay. Yeah, well, they have. And then there's always exceptions like Brock Purdy, right? He Although, looks good, eh? Holy. keep in mind that Brock Purdy, obviously, was a seventh-round pick, so people didn't expect him to start. He sat around for a bit. He was able to learn the offense. Yeah. Since he's come in, though, it's been amazing to watch what he does offensively. He's never lost a regular season game. Well, and, and I think, at least I felt a little bit it was a fluke. I don't think it's a fluke now. He is really, no. really the the deal. Uh, your thoughts on the Oilers game last night against Winnipeg? Colin Delia stole the show. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good in goal for Winnipeg. Preseason hockey, Al, I, I've learned a long time ago. I, I don't get too excited about it. I saw people, oh, my goodness, Bo Akey's better than Broberg. And I'm like, okay. Is, <laughs> yeah, is Bo, does Bo Akey have better puck poise? Or try things that Broberg does? Yes, 100%. He doesn't skate like Broberg. No. Uh, he doesn't defend like Broberg. And and I'm not saying that Broberg's a do-all end-all. I just want to say that. But Bo Akey, Bo Akey, and I talked to him after in the room, Al, and very confident, very mature, very well-spoken. Um, and, and also, you know, he's 18. And I asked him kind of like uh, what was his, his favorite part of – you know, playing your first preseason, he's just like, man, it's been everything. Like, I'm off the ice and I'm fist pu- like, And he's talking like an 18-year-old. Yeah. It's like, I'm fist-pumping Connor McDavid. And Leon Dreisaitl walks out of the room. He's like, hey, see you tomorrow when I'm eating. And then I'm on the bench with Evan Bouchard, and he's telling me his plays. And then I'm talking to Darnell Nurse, not only on the ice, but he's sitting beside me in the room. And, like, you could tell he was just yeah. like, this is unbelievable. And his poise with the puck in that game, he made a few passes where I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, good for him. And yeah. you know what? He'll play junior this year. He'll play junior next year. And because he's, you know, he's not going to go to the American League. And then he'll probably go to the American League because the orders I expect to still be a good team. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're probably not going to have 20 year old defensemen come in as raw rookies when they're going for the cup. Now, who knows? Maybe Bo Akey in two years blows the doors off and he gets a spot. Great. Yeah. But until then, he's going to spend two years most likely in junior and he can refine his game. But order fans should be excited to say, hey, you know what? There's an offensive player potentially coming on the back end. Yeah. Um, years ago, specifically in San Jose, and I don't know if it happened in Tampa Bay, but the entire breakout of the San Jose Sharks was get the puck over to Dan Boyle on the right side, and he'll get the puck out via pass or carry. We saw that a little bit last night with Evan Bouchard on the nurse pairing. And I wonder if we're going to see those two together. And I wonder if one of the plans is for Nurse just to make a simple pass over to Bouchard and Bouchard sends it up. At times, uh, although Darnell Nurse can transport the puck better than like one of the best transporting puck defensemen in the league. So he'll do it. Jay Woodcroft did say, you know what, he, he might look for that pair a little bit more. 
Uh, he also mentioned how he might put Broberg with, with Ekholm to, to settle his game down a bit. And I'm like, and, and there is the rub. Like when you say to settle his game down, here's the thing. Like if Vincent DeHarnay plays better, he's going to play. It's just yeah. that simple. It's, it's not about, well, you know, we want to win, but geez, if we can develop Broberg and, and he makes a few mistakes and costs us a game or two. Okay. No, I'm sorry. That's just not where they're at. That they're not that stage of development for an organization is gone and that's okay they might be there again in 10 years or something but right now it's all about winning and playing well and you know what guys will get injured and Broberg will get in but you know like I watched twice last night in the in the defensive zone Broberg had the puck and he just gave it away Mm -hmm. right and those type of plays are why Vincent DeHarnay if Vincent DeHarnay plays well, we'll play ahead of him. Right. And I also think that, that you know, uh, I think there's always a rush to to say, well, this is the de facto situation. These guys are going to play all year. And maybe at the deadline or maybe next summer, a trade will happen to make room either for Broberg or Broberg heading out of town. They won't continue because sooner or later you're going to have to pay these guys. And not everybody's going to get paid. And you will have to make a trade. Yeah. And, and the other thing to consider is, is if – Vincent DeHarnay develops because he's six foot seven and he skates really well for a big man and he's mean. Yeah. And if Vincent DeHarnay is all of a sudden on your penalty kill and he's on there with Ekholm and he's playing really well in your penalty kill and now you're playing him defensive zone starts and Bouchard's playing with Nurse, well, then that makes Cody Cece expendable. Yes. Right? That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Right? Not this year, but maybe next summer as you right. allude to, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of how it goes because you're like, okay, well, now we can play Vincent DeHarnay two million. Instead of three point two five, yes, right, and you exactly save a little, right. a little bit of money there, and so that's that's where it's at. So you might have Broberg and DeHarnay on the team next season as well, and maybe Broberg's playing the the right side because I just on the left side I don't see unless there's injuries I don't see how he's getting in on the left side. No, I agree with that totally. Tonight it looks like Borgo and Holloway are and, and DeHarnay are playing, yeah. and uh, then the the rest of the lineup all new. I, you wrote, and I agree, Lavoie has to show something. Dude, that, that's the harsh reality of the preseason for certain guys. Like, we can go down the list of players that are playing tonight, and I say, you know what? It almost doesn't matter what they do. They're not going to be here. Lavoie's not one. Lavoie's a guy who has to play well to keep himself in the conversation. I thought Lane Peterson and Brandon Sutter both played fine last night. They, they weren't out of this world great, but they showed up, and you noticed both of them in, in different situations. And Raphael Lavoie... If I'm Raphael Lavoie, I look up and down the Jets lineup. Raphael Lavoie is a big man. And guess what? How did Clem Costin get noticed in Edmonton? Yep. He was physical. Yep. And now he can shoot the puck hard just like Lavoie. Lavoie might actually have a better shot even yes. than, than Clem Costin did. And I'm not saying he's going to fight like Clem Costin, but just lean on guys. Yep. And well, so, He did that in the second half of yep. last year. He was bullying guys. 100%. And that's yep. when you're that big, like in today's NHL, we're not, you don't have to be like a Cam Neely power forward type. Just a big guy who leans on some people, gets you a little bit of space. And on a team that doesn't have like Yanmark and Derek Ryan and, you know, Ryan McLeod and Fogel, none of those guys are huge lean on type of guys. So yeah. I look for Lavoie and he's playing with Malone and Ernie, mm-hmm. right? And Adam Ernie's on the other side, Alan. He's basically yeah. in the same boat. Exactly. You got to make the team. Yeah. Um, I thought Burgo played pretty well last night. He's playing again tonight. I don't think he's going to make the roster, but uh, he's shown pretty well here. He's okay. I, I I think Borgo. The one thing I noticed is he's probably got to get a little bit quicker mm-hmm. because there was a few times where 
and Winnipeg wasn't playing their top end defenseman. No. Where he had a lane on the outside and he couldn't get by the guy to get to the net. It was an easy, the defenseman just took the angle and just veered him off. So when I look at Borgo, and not everybody has to be a burner all the time, but I even look at, I, I heard you talking about Jordan Everly earlier. I'm not saying Borgo is Everly, but they were drafted in the same sure. spot. Yep. Similar size, right shot. Jordan Everly wasn't fast, Al, but he was quick. Yep. Right, and so Borgo isn't overly fast. I think he's got to get a bit quicker, and that's going to help him in short areas. Yeah. Like Eberle, if he had a step on you, he didn't get caught very often. No, no, and and it's it's that that the margins are so small that that might be the difference between him having a two hundred game career and and a long long mm-hmm. career uh, if if uh, if things work out for Borgo. Uh, what's coming up on the show tonight? Today. Uh, we will, you know, we'll talk a little, uh, Winnipeg Jets and Edmonton orders, the line of tonight. And for people, if you do have the NHL Center Ice package, you will be able to watch the game because yeah. it's on, uh, TSN, which is blacked out. I know people are going to freak out every time they, well, it's on TSN. TSN doesn't have national rights. It's no. a regional broadcast that's on TSN. It just shows up on your feed, TSN three. It's like the Toronto games are on TSN four, right. but they're blacked out in the Edmonton region. Unless you have the center ice package, then you can get it. And sometimes the center ice, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they used to do it the, the one month free. Yeah, I think they so do. Yeah. You could probably check that out. It's obviously on orders plus, um, you know, day is a guy to watch. Uh, tonight, I think, on the back end. Although I look at Winnipeg's lineup, like they got their first line dressed out, but after that, they don't. No, they, it's not they, like they're bringing a huge. It's, it's, you know, it's game two of eight preseason games. No. After this Friday, because the orders, McDavid and Drysaddle, by the way, are, are going to play Wednesday okay. against Vancouver. Then the orders are in Calgary on Friday. They're not going to play there. Then they go on a two game little road trip. They're into Vancouver on Saturday and Seattle next Monday. There'll be big cuts. After the Friday game, before the Saturday game. So like Saturday morning is right. likely when you're going to see significant amount of cuts as they get down. They're not going to bring all those guys on the road. They're going to have a little bit of a team bonding trip on that two-game stand. So expect a significant amount of cuts once they get down to those final four games. If they ha- if Lavoie doesn't make the team, do they look to trade him? It's a really good question. So I talked to a few you know different people, and you look, and, and most people are like, well, geez, how could somebody not claim Lavoie? But then you could go down almost every NHL roster and they've got a similar type of player. Maybe not exact, mm-hmm. but somebody they're like, well, geez, we like him. Lavoie doesn't have any NHL games out. So even if you have one or two, sometimes people are like, oh, this guy's been in the NHL. Geez, he's six foot four. Now that's what, that's the benefit Lavoie has. People are going to know how well he played down the stretch. Yeah. They're also going to see six foot four. They're going to see a right shot and they may be like, hmm, I might be interested. I honestly, I don't know. I will say this. If Lavar has a meh preseason now, then I think the odds of him getting claimed are very low. But if all of a sudden Raphael Lavar, even, even though he doesn't play well, but scores three goals out, you know what I mean? Like sometimes yep. you bang home three goals. You haven't really done much except score, which is good. Then that's going to get his people's attention. I, I would still put it at like, I don't know, 25% chance based on history that he'll get claimed. Yeah. Look forward to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks, Al. All right. That's Jason Greger. We are going to take a break because guess what? We're late. I'm a talkative fella. The Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, but same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. WolfGMCBuick.com. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. I remember when that song first came out on the radio. I was like, oh, it's so cool. And then about three weeks later, I'm like, oh, my God, not that again. It's one of those novelty records. They don't have them so much anymore. I never get tired of it. Yeah. Not that you ask, but just for what it's worth. 
he had um, Charlie Daniels had another song called Uneasy Rider in about 73 or so, as I recall. I have one of those brains that remember stuff like that, but don't know where I parked my car. It's a gift. The orders have assigned Bo Akey to the Barry Colts. No surprise there. He's a teenager, but he showed well. He showed well at the Young Stars Tournament in Penticton, and he played well last night. Does some things. Hey, Tide, love the show. Welcome back. Your partner is fantastic. They're talking about you, Declan. They love you. They were talking about Jason when he was on just no, now. No, I'm, I'm friends of mine. Friends of mine who I hold dear and have knowledge of things have mentioned you in a positive way. Well, that's very kind. I'm building up a lot of anger, anger towards you. You know, no, I'm teasing. I'm like Tom Wamgasms, waiting in the winds for my turn to take over the company. <laughs> I don't even know who Tom Wamgasms is. Succession reference, not a big deal. Oh, I, I have. I started watching that, and then I got onto the other one um, with my friend uh, Jennifer Coolidge. I, I, and I so got obsessed with that one. What was the what's the one she is in? Uh, White Lotus. Oh my God! Another great show. So good. I love her. Honest to God. I, her friend's little cameo appearance is the best cameo appearance in the history of friends. <laughs> look at me. Don't I look young? I'm such an arse. She's, she's so funny. She, I just love her so much. Uh, back to our comment from Raven Chris Dave. Uh, Raven Chris Dave. Good to be back talking about the orders. I'm so enjoying living in Edmonton. So lucky we have a team that is relevant to the conversation. Whether they win the cup or not is not the be-all and end-all. Well, thank you for that. Great young players. Fun to watch. It seems to me that uh, what a lot of crazy fans don't appreciate is all the other teams have great players as well, and they're trying to win at the same time. We should all appreciate that we're in a great little window of having a chance to be there at the end of the season. Enjoy the ride, folks. If I could frame this, I would. Ravencrest, Dave, you're exactly right. It's It's like... It's like there's the journey. That's the important part. The goal is there, and the goal will be one and or not one, and, but joy will occur. But it's the it's the push. It's the daily drive to do it. It's the struggling together. It's the holding on. It's the trying to make things happen and believing in each other and finding out about each other. It's like a marriage. A season is like a marriage. Write that down. Um, yeah, th- this person says, no, the, th- he says, where does he say it? He says it somewhere. Yeah. Jets own, uh, TSN owns Jets TV rights, not Sportsnet. Here's the thing. The Jets in Winnipeg, the local television is TSN. But it's not on national. It's not on national broadcast. So when it's on TSN in Winnipeg, it's blacked out here. That's how it works. You don't get to see it in Edmonton. The Sportsnet, the TSN broadcast can't 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 play. Orders Plus is free for a month right now on a trial. If you don't want to pay, just cancel after thirty days from Stu. That's kind of stinky. I mean, I if you're going to subscribe and you enjoy it. How is Sam Gagne looking in camp? What's the possibility of him finding a spot on the Oilers' fourth line, Cody? Gagne is hurt. He's probably going to Bakersfield at some point to do rehab, and then he'll come back. That's my guess. Big win for my Texans. Norman the Combine. I wish the Texans were better. 
They might be with how CJ Stroud is playing. I mean, they won't be, but maybe. Well, that's a great. Well done. The, could you do me a favor and cover more bases in a single sentence? They'll be better sooner than later. You I said think. the Texans, Texans are could be really good. They might, they might be, but they might not be. They'll they'll still finish the season five and twelve. It's that strong opinion that you give in every take that keeps us coming back. No, I'm hitting you guys with a factual with a factual uh, statement right now. They'll be they'll finish the season five and twelve, but they'll get better sooner than later. Boom. Pretty good. And apt. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. I like I like how you, you do your own you do your own step off, walk off, that's not mic even, drop. That's not even a that's Boom. not even a thought. That's just all facts, no printer. Boom. My mom and dad made the mistake of giving me a taste of wine a few years when I was seven. Ended up faced out of mashed potatoes after emptying all the glasses, I was told. Okay. Um I was going to tell a story about um, my wife when she was young. Her mom caught her smoking cigarettes. And so her mom said, okay, you want to smoke cigarettes? And she made her smoke cigarettes. And she got sick. And then she didn't have them anymore. I don't know if that's a good solution or not. But KR China is the worst place to drive by far. You can have a car, a bus, truck, a man on a bike, someone walking, donkey pulling a cart, all trying to cross an intersection at the same time. Patty and Spruce. That sounds like local Saskatchewan main streets, which also can be very difficult. Yeah, he just described Estevan, Saskatchewan. That's yeah. nothing new. In Maidstone, true story, when, when I was a kid there, they would put a gigantic Christmas tree right in the middle of the Main Street town square thing. There was the laundromat, there was the Rexall drugs, there was the hardware store, and there was a co-op uh, um, grocery store right like at the corner, and everybody went there. And there's a big sign that said, please turn left uh, um, um, beyond the tree to turn left. But when you turned left, somebody else would be turning left, and there was an accident every year. It was the stupidest thing in history. And every year in January, there'd be people writing letters to the Maidstone Mirror. We have to stop this. This is stupid. And every year, that stupid tree would go back up. We avoided the area. No one thought to cut it down? No, just don't put it up. It's a Christmas tree that they put up. Oh, I might have missed the first part. Of yeah, the story. but you know, listing is <laughs> a skill. Yeah, no, listing a, is a skill. That one's on me, full blow. Yep. Thanks though for being there for me. Oh, sorry about that. One. Boy, oh boy. And I Please am being fire classy about it because I'm grumpy. Because I know. No caffeine. You're handling it way better. I than really I am very you mature. Thank you so much. Um, I was at the game last night. Evan Bouchard was the worst Oiler D man. Uh, captain giveaway. Bo Aiki was great. For $9.25 million, Nurse needed to dominate last night, and he didn't, Mark. He played very well. You know, I, I I just refuse to take part in your Darnell Nurse hate. As as hateful as you are towards him, I'm just going to love him more. That's my decision. Estevan Saskatchewan. No, no, it's Camsack. Klaus from Beaumont. I would say the worst Saskatchewan town to drive in. Lumsden is bad because there was also always an RC there to get you if you were going fast on the highway. Um, Rock Glen is pretty bad because paved Glen. roads have yeah. never haven't made it there yet. No, White City is bad. Um, Regina was bad because if you were trying to get out of a rut in the winter on Broad Street, sometimes you'd hit a car. That's bad. 
Settler has a big tree in Main Street. No left turns, though. Ha ha. North Battleford, when I was a kid, the Main Street was a dead end right by the Woolworth. I tell people that, and they laugh, and they don't believe me. It's true. I love North Battleford. I'll always have a soft spot for that place. Very nice. You know, that I bought uh, Peter Frampton's I'm In You there. Uh, not a great album. Uh, you know, for small towns, I know so many people from Maidstone or Estevan. There you go. The Jets' Twitter page has the stream link on their page. Okay, well, then you can get it there. Washington, D.C., the worst place in America to drive. Well, I imagine a lot of that's because of security. Like if the president's going somewhere, they block off stuffs. Stuffs. <laughs> or like any senator, congressman. You know, like. words are playthings to me. Where did they block off stuffs come from? I'm telling you. I thought today went well. I think so. Yeah, I got to say. For, I'm, I'm, I think we're getting into the groove. We're Madonna, you and yeah. me. Yeah. We we're both Madonna? Yes. Madonna we, A, Madonna B. Not like Sonny and Cher? No. Ike and Tina? I don't think we're Ike and Tina. Neither of us is Ike. Yeah. And certainly neither of us is Tina. That's true. Yeah, I don't. We're more like. Um, Madonna A and B? No. We're more like Wayne and Schuster. White Stripes? Jack and May. Oh, come on. We're not that talented. Yeah, you're right. Would, would we ever come up with something like that song that everybody sings? Seven Nation Army? Yeah. I, we could write a song. Was on in vacation in Paris with my wife and kids in July trying to get out of our hotel. Suddenly, I'm in a massive 12-lane roundabout surrounding the uh, Arc de Triomphe. Uh, wasn't always that bad in the end, but it's intimidating uh, coming at you in the window. And I know I said it wrong. I'm not French. So I said it English. And I know it doesn't really have the flair. I get it. I understand it. Good to have you back. I'm going to fact check that Christmas tree Maidstone story with my wife tonight. She's from North Battleford for Randy. Well, she, if she knows, she knows. I saw all the president's men in, in North Battleford. Was that with Clint Eastwood? No, it's Dustin no, Hoffman was, and Robert Redford. Yeah, about sorry. The, but, um, I was thinking in the line of fire. When I, when I went out on my life um, journey... I would say to thing, people, uh, I'd say um, things like, Jaws was the best movie I saw in 1976. And people would go, yeah, but it came out in 75. And I go, yes, I know, but it came to Maidstone in 1976. We had a theater. Worst town in Saskatchewan to drive all of them. Well, hold on. I don't think, I honestly don't think we should be, you know, trumpeting Alberta as a great place to drive. There's a lot of bad drivers. Are we out of time? We're getting to the end. It's probably uh, probably time to go. Well, this is sad. I know. End of an era. Till tomorrow. <laughs> Same time. Perhaps it's not the tragedy that I'm making it out to be. Thank you, Declan, for straightening me out once again. All right. This is Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Time now for a sports update. It's time for a Sports 1440 update. And one last time for me before the Jason Greger show at the top of the hour. Oilers news. Team has assigned Bo Akey to the Barry Colts of the OHL. And the Oilers, of course, in action tonight against the Jets. Puck drop at 6. You can watch that game live on OilersPlus.com or on NHL's center ice package. Top line going to be Ernie Malone-Lavoie, Kulak CC top defensive pairing. Sean Couturier will play his first game in more than 20 months for the Flyers against the, the Devils tonight. Couturier's last game was December 2021. Two back surgeries since then. 
NFL news. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams is officially out for the season with a torn ACL suffered in Sunday's 28-24 win over the Viking. And AJHL action over the weekend. 15 games, including Spruce Grove going 1-1 with a split against Olds. Lost the first one 3-0. Took the second one 2-1. Saints can be back in action tomorrow in Canmore. That's the only AJ game on the slate for tomorrow. University of Alberta Golden Bears dropped their first game of the season, 54-37 to the UBC Thunderbirds over the weekend. They will be back in Friday action on fr- they will be back in action on Friday at home versus the Regina Rams. They're three and one on the season. MLB action. Yankees up 5-4 in the Diamondbacks right now in the bottom of the eighth. And two Monday night games in the NFL. Eagles-Bucks at 5-15. Rams-Bengals at 6-15. You can catch both those games at the Northside Canadian Brewhouse with Connor Halley. I'm Declan Kruger. You're up to date. This has been a Sports 1440 Update.